Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's Toast to the Art Show. And of course, you know what? It is that time of the month, the third Saturday, that we get to chat with Victoria Chick. Victoria is a contemporary figurative artist and early 19th and 20th century print collector based out of Silver City in southwest New Mexico. She's also the founder and, uh, you know, spearhead behind this amazing new project known as the Southwest Regional Museum of Art and Art Center. It's a work in progress. There's not actually a building where you can go to yet. But man, is she getting this all working with all of her teammates to to make this happen? So we always like to check in on her with her on that. Um, but go to her website, victoriachick.com. And we have quite a fascinating conversation coming up today about a, a wedding portrait, the Arnolfini wedding portrait. You know how I can't pronounce anything. So welcome back, Victoria. I can pronounce your name, Victoria. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. And you did a very good job on Arnolfini, I think. Arnolfini. Yeah. I, I almost left the L out there and I was like, no, we like the L's. I'm Elisa. I like my L's. But uh, this painting, this is kind of, it's kind of crazy. Like this is, this is one of those that I think is, goes in the books of um, everyone's going to argue about it <laughs> well, with the symbolism of it. It's, it's, I think people have been fascinated with it uh, since it was done. Gosh, it's been uh, close to 600 years ago, but uh, mm -hmm. they, they do argue about it. You're right. What it means. And it's so, it's such a strange painting and um, people try to figure out what the symbolism is. And there's plenty of symbolism in the painting. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it was painted by Jan van Eyck, who was a, a great painter of the high, of a high Renaissance in the Northern Renaissance. And that would be in like the, we talked about the Dutch painters, it would be the, like the 1400s that this was painted. So 15th century. Um, and they weren't using oil paint either. He was using oil paint. Uh, although he was one of the people that, that initiated use, using oil paint. Um, but th this particular painting, he was using egg tempera. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really one of the reasons this painting has lasted so long and it really stayed in really good shape because it was, it was not on canvas, it was on a solid board. And the egg, the egg yolk in, in egg tempera is a really, it's what binds all the pigment together. And it's really strong. You probably, if you ever, if you ever tried to wash your dishes in the morning after after waiting too long, you know how mm -hmm. strong it can be, <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and it, it stays glossy, which is mm. really cool. So, um, so he he had he had a great technique, and um, he produced a painting that's lasted a long time, and and people are still fascinated with it. Mm. This this painting, and I want to go to the temper, but I want people to know that. Um, you can go to blendradioandtv.com and, and see Victoria's article and the painting uh, that we're talking about. And also just Google Arnolfini uh, Arno wedding portrait and you'll find it. But um, I, I want to go back to the egg tempera because I know we interviewed an artist. I'm going to say like, I think I don't even know if we were doing radio. I mean, years ago and she was doing egg tempera and I'm going, wow, you don't see that 
very often uh, in a um, modern use of today's art. But when you, when with this method, I mean, what seals it? Because I mean, I mean, when you think about leaving an egg out, like egg yolk, yeah, that could get a little stinky. I'm just saying. But right. so, is there something that that de stinkifies and seals it? <laughs> well, <laughs> that maybe not actually de stinkifies. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, at the time they were they were. Um, this was right before oil paint. Oil paint came in and John Van Eyck was one of the one of the, the leaders in that I guess the first people to use to really sometimes he's credited with inventing it so mm. but there but there are other there are people that don't think that's right either so there's always any topic there's always someone willing to take a different approach so anyway right. anyway egg tempera and then and then the oil painting um oil painting allowed glazes to be put over over um, mm. more um, solid oil paint that made them stay uh, glossy looking. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it created you might have a little bit of color in it, so you you would you could put shadows in. You could, you could have veils of color on top, one on top of each other, as long as you let them dry between between uh, applications. So mm -hmm. I think at, at some point that somebody might have put a, a glaze over over the ROV wedding portrait. Just you to know, keep I, it. I oh, have yeah. not read about it. Yeah, so so I don't know, but I know that it has not cracked in all these years. Wow. The surface of, I mean, you, you can look at, look at oil paintings that are 100 years old, 200 years old, maybe somebody who's been not a very good oil painter, <laughs> you know, more recently than that, and you see that they, they're usually painted on canvas, so the so the the, uh, the surface that the that the paint is being applied to is flexible, and a lot of times that that paint film will get develop really bad cracks or will chip off, or we can get stuff that, that's sort of like alligator cracks in it. Um, there's a lot of things that, that can destroy a piece of artwork. Hmm. But but I mean. But you this mentioned is, you mentioned about this this being a an, an older kind of technique, and then one of the reasons that artists don't use it very much anymore, there are some that you know specialize in it, um, is that it's very slow and tedious work. Um, they usually use a small brush. You can you you can only mix so much egg yolk with so much pigment at a time because you know how egg starts to coagulate, especially. Mm -hmm starts to coagulate so they have to you know they use a lot of eggs <laughs> to finish the painting but uh they probably won't won't work more than an hour at a time with one egg and a little bit of water mm. um, to, mm. but there's a limit to how much water you can put in before the the binding thing of the egg that aspect of it starts to break down and doesn't work anymore Wow. So, so it's a, a tedious process, and I think that's really the main reason why it's not used very much. Is hmm. there are so many other kinds of paint now that you know are are easier and faster. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that's why I think is so impressive about this painting too. I mean, you're talking about how tedious mm -hmm. this part of doing the painting. Yeah. You know, uh, Van Eyck. Is it Van Eyck? Am I going to get it? 
Um, yes. Van Eyck. Yeah. Um, Jan Van Eyck uh, was here, right? Um, he, you know, it's very interesting about, I mean, this is over 600 years ago. That's, that's, an, that's amazing. And then, you know, he's that tedious, but at the same time, he's like, well, if I'm going to go into all that tedious work, I'm going all in. I'm going to put all these mysterious little symbolical things, things inside in this it. painting. So every time you look at it, it's gonna you're gonna see something different. You're gonna see something yeah. like what does this mean? And and you know, as we always talk about on the show, that you know, art is such a sign of the times and tells the history of the times. Right. And I think in your article, you really kind of break that down. Like, you know, this is what this is. This is why that because of that's what it was in that period. But um, the painting is supposed to be the the people you say in your article. The people pictured are Giovanni. Arnolfini and Giovanna Tsunami. Yes. And but then later you go, maybe not. Like what, what? Well, for years, I mean for decades, for four centuries, that was who the painting was, as far as anyone is concerned. Um, mm. they were they were a an Italian couple who were living in the Flanders area. So that's why they got Ben Ben Ike to paint to paint the portrait. Um, there, there was a there was a, a lot of um, commercial travel between those between Italy and and the Low Countries, so that's why they were there. And um, in nineteen gosh nineteen ninety seven, I believe, um, some art historian started digging, and he he looked up he looked up these people's names in in the because they kept reasonably good records. Uh, from mm -hmm. the time, you know, and he found that that the, the time where the, where they were supposed to get married was did not on, on the on the paperwork he found did not correspond to the to the the date that was given for the painting. So it was it was like um, fourteen forty seven, I think. So and that was wow. six years after Van Eyck was dead. So it did, that didn't compute. Wow. Yeah. So and that was pretty startling. That was that, that was one of those one of those little things that gets written up on in art journals because this is a real discovery. And mm -hmm. um, so then they tried to figure well if they, if they did can't can't be reconciled. Who who are those people? And um, it's been it's been considered as Arnolfini for so long. Uh, I guess they decided to, to go with that. And they looked up. They looked him up more deeply and they found that before he married the um the woman pictured in the painting he he had a he had a wife before that and she had died so they looked her up and they thought well you know <laughs> um it was it wasn't it wasn't wasn't her but um they they, they decided that the whole thing could not could not have happened it would even though it might be him, it might not, and it might be a relative. So then they, they did some more digging and they found out that he had a cousin that lived at the, in the same area at the same time as, as Van Eyck was painting. And they, so we thought maybe, maybe they just got all the, they just made, uh, drew some conclusions from the last name and they missed, they missed the first name. So it could have been um, his cousin, mm -hmm. And that and Van Eyck, of course, did did do the painting because he signed it. 
So we do, we know that, and we know that it was, we know what the date was right. So they were looking, they had to look for somebody, somebody else <laughs> who it might be, since the, the ones, the people that they thought it always had been, um, they were, they, they couldn't have been there at the time, at the time, because, because Van Eyck was dead. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's, it's, wow. it's interesting, and these 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 are these are kind of like curious curiosities, and art historians get really you know pumped up about about mm-hmm. finding things out, and because um, it's, it's kind of almost like a detective story to try and go back and put things together mm-hmm. and find out uh, correct you know correct uh, assumptions maybe um, and find out what the truth is about you know a work of art. That's funny because it's it's kind of like this, you know. It's a it's a mystery. It's an art history mystery, you know. Yes, yes. It, yep. You it's, know, it's interesting because I'm looking down at the left turn left corner, and I'm looking at what I think is a pair of sandals. Jeez. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there those are probably they they carved wooden clogs. Okay, so he's got shoes on, so. I'm looking at her and thinking she's barefoot. And yeah. then she looks a little bit with child. So I would call this barefoot and pregnant if I was going <laughs> to name them. <laughs> well, people have jumped to that conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny. It's a, it's a yeah. odd. It's like, why are the shoes? A lot of this, you know, I, I think there's a lot of, of, Religious reference, although yeah. you know, she notice you know, if they're getting married in that room, mm-hmm. that's not a church. That's not a church, which is where you you know we might expect the person to get married, uh, right. or or a registration office or something like that, not in a bedroom. <laughs> so, um, what you have, what what's what's you know important to note, I think, um, on it. Is that these the families families at the time they would get they would they would marriages were almost arranged because p- parents would try and find suitable uh, spouse material uh, for their for their children um, and generally of course these were very these were a wealthy class of people and they would it's likely that uh, parental approval or prevent Parental, parental uh, arranging was made based on because this, this arrangement might be good for business or it might be uh, good for good socially, you know, because you were marrying somebody who um, wasn't just, you know, attractive to you. In fact, they might have not have been attractive to each other, but they're making they're making a, a vow and they're making a pledge apparently in this picture. Um, now, some some you know, the Catholic Church did not get involved in marriage until the Counter Reformation in the seventeen in the seventeenth century. So, um, and that was because of Martin Luther, basic, basically, and because they were trying to trying to stop the Protestant movement. So. Right. It was a very interesting time. So at, at the time these people are getting married in this picture, um, that's like 200 years before the Catholic Church even performed wedding ceremonies. 
So they, but but yet, but yet, the picture tells us that they were they were they had an ethic based on um, belief in belief in God at that time, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that by the all the little um, icons in in there, all the little symbols in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the dog, the dog, for instance. Um, mm. I like the it's dog. A symbol, it's a symbol of faithfulness. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, that one. And then on, the, on one of the posts, you have to look really carefully. One of the posts that's next to, next to the bed, in the, way in the back, um, there's a um, carving of St. Margaret, who was, was apparently the patron saint of childbirth. And, oh, wow. Yeah. So, but and okay, but, but you say she's not pregnant, but she looks pregnant. Sorry, no. Yeah, she does. She does, and that was that's. I mean, when 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 I was in college, when barefoot. First, when I when I was in college and I first saw this painting, I thought, she's, you know, she was pregnant. <laughs> but mm-hmm. from what I from what I've read, no, she wasn't. Um, that part of the fashion of the day, or and the um, the the way people were trained. There's, and I think I, if somebody told me this when I, when I first looked at it when I was in college, I would have laughed because mm-hmm. as they use the word girdle, to me, girdle is some, something totally different. Yep, than what, yep we all what know is, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we live, we live through that era. So, yeah. so, so, um, Barely. Anytime, and biblically, anytime you, you put like something around your waist, that's girdling yourself. So, um, so <laughs> the, the young girls who are well trained and, and uh, demure and, and uh, socially conscious, they were they're told they didn't want their hands flying all over the place. You know, keep your hands close to you, down by your girdle, which just meant by your waist. Mm-hmm. And so that's where her hands are. And she's notice she's got this um, real voluminous garment on. <laughs> And so, and if you look down at the floor, you see that, that she's lifted it up quite quite a bit. So she's holding it in front of her. So it does make her look heavier, <laughs> heavier uh, in her lower stomach than um, the normal. So yeah. it does gives that impression. You know, but she's so you can see she's got more under there too. She's got uh, the blue bunched, thing under. Yeah, she bunched up the green part of the dress. She's bunching it up by, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah. So she bunches that up, so she could kick her shoes off. <laughs> well, that could be. That could be because the, the other thing about the about those the shoes or the clogs is that um, there's a biblical reference to that uh, when mm-hmm. when when you come into the presence of God, like Moses, when Moses was at the burning bush, for instance, the the uh, mm-hmm. he was instructed. To take his take his sandals off, I believe it was. So because he was on holy ground, and so that that may be a ref, that, that effect that her shoes are over the side might be might be a reference to that that. Um, yeah, there's something about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Well, yeah, because in there's a term that was used. Um, Years ago in, in Africa, way way back when, and it's still an interesting term. It was like, I'll mm. kill you and eat oh, your feet. Oh. It's just like right. when people yell at each other. And it <laughs> means that, no, because you need your feet 
to go to heaven to walk to heaven to walk to heaven and so uh-huh. if you don't have your feet you're you're going to hell yeah. basically you can't get to heaven <laughs> yeah. so I'm not, this is not old saying am I going yeah i'm not only am i going to kill you i will make sure you don't go to heaven how yeah. about that that's that is, that's it that could be a scary phrase i guess <laughs> yeah. yeah so we used to hear it in africa for a while huh. we've never said it to anybody ever yeah no of course not <laughs> <laughs> no no that i mean that's that is it's like uh, you know guys will do it if they're about to have a fist fight and be you know silly yeah. that way but um i find all these little things so interesting but the the Very mirror the mirror yeah. is the mirror, it, i so mean yeah the mirror because yeah. it shows them at the back um it just kind of gives this whole other view of the room and what i also find interesting which is weird is just even though when you look out the the window behind him it's like mm-hmm. it's an open window and it's like you can see oh this is their house at brick like you can see i mean just that to me is like you're now showing the architecture too of the time yeah even yeah. the bed you know but the it's, bed is little i mean uh, it's well, short it's you got you got it we got you not they had not figured out mechanical perspective yet at that at this mm. time so he was he was he was he was trying to to use a sort of um, I don't know intuitive perspective I'll call it um, because mm-hmm. he noticed that that things you know go back and, and they they angle and and um, mm-hmm. it's smaller as they go back et cetera et cetera so right. but he hadn't they had you know mechanical perspective was not much in use. Um, and, and really was more developed in, in Italy than it was in Flanders. But mm-hmm. he does a good job. I mean, it's the, the tilt that there's a tilt to the respective as it goes back. It kind of, it goes up quite quite a bit. Yeah, it goes mm-hmm. up. Yeah, but it, yeah. It's it's very interesting. But yeah, it's and so then, detailed. The, yeah, like when you when look at the the window the, and you the see light. the stained glass, the it's light, the, how he did the stained glass, and you're talking about like doing egg temper, mm-hmm. like doing that. And even just the wood, yeah. like in the doorway, it's like it's almost unfinished, but it's not. And then you've got your fruit, and then even the tree outside. I mean, look at that. When you zoom mm-hmm. in on this, you've got berries in the tree outside. Yep. Now that could be a weird symbolical thing too. Oh, see, I thought they were like oranges, like what's on the windowsill, like our yeah. But then out, out on the outside, you can see outside yeah. through the brick. Yeah, to like these little red cherry things and cherries and witches go hand in hand, but maybe they didn't want to do well, that. So, no, fruit, well, fruit is usually symbolic of fertility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually. and and the but but one of the other one of the other aspects of um, interpretation that people have used, they're saying it has nothing to do with marriage at all. <laughs> nothing oh. to do. Nothing. Now, let's take this with a grain of salt because I don't think it's very a very strong interpretation. But that the whole thing, the whole painting, is is a comment on uh, on the materialism, basically, and um, that this oh. these these are wealthy people and they're just showing off. I don't think. Oh. That, I don't. I don't. I think the other symbolism there counter that interpretation. But that yeah, I don't. Some, yeah. There, that has been written about, and one one of the things that, that maybe mention it is the oranges because they don't grow oranges in Flanders, mm. so those mm. have to be. It was imported food. Mm. Yeah, 
Well, it's oh, the hand. Is, her hand does have that bunching thing, and she's got like rings. And then when you just uh -huh. even going up to her hair, look at her hair. Yeah, I yeah, mean it's that's braided. Like she's braided it, and like and maybe she has servants to do it. And you know, I don't know if they had slaves. I don't know, but I remember we were at a um, plantation in Louisiana, the Kent House Plantation, and they. I mean, th this was pretty historic. Um, because we were in an area of Louisiana that, you know, civil, it, it, it was for the Louisiana purchase. And she was the lady taking us around the interpreter, the docent of the, of this museum was saying, you know, you're in the living room, but there was like a fan. And she said, you know, why, you know, we have these other fan kind of things around the fireplace, like solid was, and for women, because when they're sitting in the fire, then their face would melt because of the wax and mm -hmm. not just their face, but their hair wax the was part of makeup at that, mm -hmm. in that time frame. Ah. And when I'm looking at her, she looks waxed. Like, you know, she's got, she's, she's obviously look, she's got makeup, like in a way, look at her eyebrows have been tweezed. Did they tweet? I mean, when did we start tweezing our eyebrows? Like that's all the other rabbit hole. I'm not sure, but you know, she's probably about 14 years old. I oh, know she's very no. young. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't want to hear that. He's, no, he's, she's really 20s. young. Yeah, she's really young. Yeah. And it, she's got bags know, under her eyes. She's tired he, of it already. <laughs> and you notice, <laughs> I know he's he's got fur on his fur trim on his his uh, collar. Yeah, these yeah. They, they've got money. I think and, they've got yeah. money. Having, Having a dog would, would have been a luxury. Mm -hmm. um, having they had the fruit. Um, I mean, she's not she is not dressed shabbily. So no. that I mean, there, there there are there are things that of course I mean you have to expect if they're paying if they're they're paying at, at that time probably a, a, a fairly good price to have their portrait done. Because mm -hmm. uh, Van Eyck was even well known in his, you know in his lifetime. So. So he was in demand. So and they were they were merchant class. They were merchant class people, and um, they and they were there because they had a business there. So mm. I'm sure that um, they have money, you know. They but but that I don't. I still don't think that's the reason the painting was done. Mm. But I mean, how? I mean, did, when they were, did they? I mean, you got to think back then. Are you sitting for the portrait? Did the artist take sketches? Yes. How, how is he doing this? Because the guys, I mean, how long are they standing there with, you know? Well, I, I suspect they stood there maybe, maybe a couple of times, but, and he did, he did, he did sketches. And he also mm. was incredibly observant and probably had it in his head, you know, the, with the colors and, and so forth. And, and um, as far as the arrangement of it, like the dog, I, can, I, can, I mean, it's bad enough to think of people standing there for, for hours, but the, the dog, dog is not Stand there for hours. So, so he put he put all this stuff down very quickly, and just mm. and went back to his studio and and did the painting. Um, wow! And it probably I think she's a she looks like a child bride. Yeah, and she probably and, was. Yeah, and so she looks like a very young bride, and they've already done the ceremony, and she's all like, "What's next?" and um. The guy's got the biggest hat on I've ever seen. <laughs> well, it, I don't know. He looks Quaker to me. 
in a weird way. But it's got a it really looks, big hat on. But but, um, but Quakers would never have a portrait done of themselves like this. No, that's the not Quaker. No. We're but you know what I mean? It just has that because I don't know, maybe because he's so uh, it was probably, uh, that that kind of hat was probably probably symbolic of a certain class of person because like faders yeah. wore berets. Yeah. Uh -huh, for instance. And so they did that in France, they did it, they did it in the Low Countries. Um I Man. you know there were a lot of there that time there were a lot of guilds, uh, which did uh, we talk, we've talked about guilds before uh, mm -hmm. being in the 17th century, but even earlier than that, there were, there were, you, you were sort of uh, identified, your professional was identified by how you're addressed. And mm -hmm. um, so he looks, he's, he's probably trying to look, look as successful as he can, mm -hmm. given the, given you know, what at that time, what, what people interpreted as success. Mm. I mean, maybe they had this painting done out of like, you know, we're going to, we're going to go for it to, we're going to, the fertility thing. I mean, cause maybe, you know, the money, the business kind of thing, he's obviously they've got, they're not poor, but like, maybe it's this thing of, maybe she just found out, like, maybe she's not pregnant, like pregnant, pregnant, like she just found out. Because, I mean, I think it's interesting that it's in their bedroom and all these fertility things are around. So it's mm -hmm. almost like they're hoping for a baby and by yeah. painting it, painting yeah. could be, they just got told, hey, she's preggers. You know, that's no. so class, classless, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. just so classless to say. But I mean, yeah. really, <laughs> maybe the main, they just the found main, out. Yeah, but the main reason people got married uh, Within that, within their social group, or trying maybe even try to elevate, you know, to another level, um, was to was to have a family because at that time you 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 had a, you you had, it was important that you had a family to pass your your wealth on down to. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm sure I'm sure her you know her all these this couple's parents were involved in their in their decision to get married and mm -hmm. um, and that grandchildren were were what you know was expected mm. so so um in a way in a way some ways it's, it's a painting that's done by van Eyck but the in other ways it's it's almost a prayer the things that are in there yeah. for them to have for them to have a good life them to have a family yeah for them to continue um honoring their what they believe in so um, i i think it's, also it's the, interesting the, the fertility the part's huge though it's huge because but, even when you go and look at like um a lot of the you know the ancient times in in like nordic countries and like even czechoslovakia or uh, i should say czech republic now um ukraine they do those fertility eggs over easter and spring so uh -huh. i wonder if this is because you think about oranges right oranges and this is you know winter is when oranges are ready and early spring is when the blossoms come on the orange tree right so i'm wondering I don't know, maybe it's almost like it's spring and mm -hmm. like you're saying, the oh. painting is a prayer with 
wanting because that's the orange season because think about yeah. it, we weren't i mean imported fruit still so it's still going between the winter and into spring that it is this big fertility dance of and prayer like putting it out there this is really what we want and need and having some money that they are able because i just think because the bed is in there and all the other fertility things that that mm-hmm. she either found out she's pregnant but how do you know without knowing maybe mm-hmm. she's only partial pe- like not part that's on that's weird not partial, partial pe- pregnant. Like, she's 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 got her very first baby bump right but it's okay. really small and then like they just found out so they're celebrating or and it's to maybe praise and thank you know god or they're praying and the painting is like a prayer painting i mean that's a i mean yeah, art but, is done in that way and and I they do that in those countries to do they do that in folk art they paint as form of prayer and it's like the law of attraction in a in a hey you know can we take way. it just for a second look at the light fixture yeah one candle see, there's only one candle lit Right. Now, one candle, I, I, from what I've read, one candle is typical of weddings in that part of the country. Oh, okay. And, so we're back to the wedding. Yeah. I so, think she's she's got a baby bump. I'm I'm still I understand the girdling and all that stuff, but I think that she's like just found out or or knows like okay, it's here because it's still uh, I don't know. It's interesting. It really is. <laughs> But then you wouldn't want to do it if you you wouldn't want people to know you're pregnant before being married at that time, right? No, that would be a no no. That would be a no no. Wow, it happened. But I just think the one the one lit candle has it's got to have some meaning because there's not even it's there's no candles anywhere else. Like it's one thing where if had candles where they belong and only one was lit is different than there are so in a way i almost feel like they're not that rich uh, <laughs> well it's like what's it that's like uh they couldn't afford any light bulbs you know <laughs> yeah exactly um, so now i'm like yeah. i don't so, know so i mean i i think i don't think it's a monetary a monetary economy uh, with one but i think but it is definitely symbolic you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure. I can't say sure for sure what the symbolism is, but yeah, interesting. That's the thing. But, and then the, you know, we we have all these different interpretations, you know, mm-hmm. based on you know what we've seen before and and you know mm-hmm. what we what we feel about something, and um, and people have been been you know doing the same thing we're doing right now for for six hundred yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. But there and, is other people in that nobody, I mean, nobody, the, and we're still doing it. There's yeah. other people. So, so. They've got fur-lined. She's got fur-lined. Yeah, they and, both do. And around her thing. neck, they've got fur-lined stuff. And so that sounds like they're wealthy. They've got but people maybe. in there. But that that mirror, all the, the images around the mirror are kind of freaky, man. Look well, at those, that. Those are, those are when, when the those are uh, <laughs> the, the crucifixion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those were those were scenes from just you know prior to his crucifixion so um so obviously they're they're they come from a christian background or right. biblical definitely definitely yeah um, and, and 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 then her mm-hmm. hand the way she holds her hand on his 
open, that's a sign of trust. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, been kidnapped, but <laughs> you know what I mean? What's the gargoyle? Check the gargoyle out. You guys see the gargoyle above her hand? I'm not, I'm not looking at the painting right now, so. Oh, okay. There's a gargoyle. Okay. Oh, no, that's not a gargoyle. That's a carving it? on, on, um, it's a carving on the chair behind them or. Oh, yeah. Is that, yeah. That's St. Margaret. A, <laughs> that's St. No, that can't be St. Margaret. <laughs> now that, no. that's a carving. Can't, that's, but it that's not human. Enough to, is it? Well, it is human, but it didn't look like a woman. Like, um, ooh, I'm going to get in trouble now. So I'll start talking about it. I don't mean any harm. I'm just, you know, <laughs> but the dog looks happier and sweeter. I'm just saying, but um, I don't, I find like the whole thing carved, fascinating. It looks like uh, to the one side is their bed. And then where you're looking, Lisa, with the carving looks like it could be a bed that would be for a child. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a and bassinet. Then, so that could be like, yeah. So that could be. But could be. I don't know for sure. But oh, but it looks like uh, they have sunflowers out the window too. And you look in the mirror, that's where you get all the crazy stuff. Like there's sunflowers out there. So maybe it is fall. Yeah. It's huh. interesting. You could look at this for well, hours. You know, when you when you look at a when you look in the mirror and then you yeah. hold you hold your mirror up to to another mirror. I mean, you 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 go back and you there's like it's like infinite space. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You, your mirror shows a mirror, shows a mirror, shows a mirror, shows a mirror, and they get tinier and tinier and tinier as you, yeah. as you go back. And of course, that, that convex uh, mirror behind them uh, is pretty small anyway. So you probably, yeah. I think you, the concept of infinity with, a, with that mirror um, mm. ties in with maybe like the omniscience of God or, or the all-seeing all -seeing eye of God or whatever. Um, even, wow. though, even though you can't, you know, it would get so tiny that you can't distinguish it. I think the implication is there. It's like a fisheye mm -hmm. lens. Yeah. You know, the way it kind of does that, you know, I, I'm, I just, even the rosary beads, when I look at it and how he did this, I mean, that's almost photographic, even the hair yeah. of the dog. And I, yeah. I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm amazed at this piece of work yeah. and it reminds us to look at paintings and really just take it all in and and you know everyone can have opinions and that's the beauty of art is like you know you well, believe what you want and say, discussion. it does and and that's the thing it's like poetry you know um but it's it's amazing when you dig in close when you zoom in versus looking at it like unzoomed in I want to see it in person, but we have to go to London because it's in the National Gallery there. Yeah. So, okay. It is like when you look in the mirror, okay, it it kind of looks like, I mean, she's wearing blue. And if you look in the mirror, you see blue. But if you're looking in the mirror, the two shapes outside of the blue seem that they would be the couple because of the white thing on the head on one side. So who's in the mirror? There's almost like a third person in there. Mm. You see what I'm saying? There's like a, it, hmm. we could do this for hours. And Ooh, then, yeah. and then around the I mean, mirror. If you want to really get, get 
into, yeah. into this mirror thing. This this painting is always always compared to a work of another painter, Velázquez, um, the Spanish painter who mm. he was doing a picture of one of the one of the royalty children, and um, her parents are peeking in, but there's a mirror, and and then wow. and back and forth and back and forth is. With the with these people looking at them from two different sides, um, and it was it's the same it's the same kind of deal. I don't know if, if any other artists ever attempted that besides these two um, in the past. Anyway, it might be some contemporary artist. I don't wow. know. It, you know, if, if you go into the mirror and you really zoom in around the mirror at the top. Mm -hmm. There's there's circles around the mirror and yeah the ones with the in crucifixion there. in them yeah so there's so much it's, it's like I don't know you you're never going to be done no but I love paintings like this you know because yeah. it makes us think and go deeper and you're no matter what you're trying to trip into the artist's mind and <laughs> their mind you know and even if it's not the same people <laughs> or the same wife. Um, you know, so I find it, I find it fascinating. And I think this is the power of art, man. Yeah. So uh, everyone, again, you can see this up on uh, Blend Radio and TV.com, Victoria's article. You can see the picture there. Um, I would Google the picture so you can zoom in on it. There's a good one on Wikipedia. Go zoom in on it um, so you can see the details that we're talking about um, because you need to be able to zoom in and, and really yeah. uh, to see what we're talking about. And um, yeah. I'd say pour yourself a glass of wine and spend an hour looking at <laughs> this painting. Peruse. Or yeah, or maybe you know, do whatever makes you happy and look at this painting. But um, it's kind of it's it's uh, the dog, Actually, is, the very dog cute. is really well done. The dog I think, is really cute. I think the mouth is really trippy though, because it almost turns it's like the hair is amazing, but then the mouth is almost going into like a cartoon dog in a weird way. Oh, I can't smiling. even explain it. He's, yeah, he's it's like very happy. the dog is like. Come on, I want a baby here so I can play. I need a, I need a pal. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Well, but, anyway. You know, wow. the, the gargoyle you're talking about above her hand, when you zoom in, if you scroll down a little bit and look to the right, there's another one down below. Oh, dude. I See? didn't know this before. By her green skirt. By, oh, boy. There's See? another what? one. Ooh. Ooh. Victoria, okay. what have you done to us? <laughs> now this took well, out another twist i know oh and there's also another pair of shoes yeah oh, there's two pairs of shoes there's yeah, the orange okay. ones and then there's the other like white yeah so when ones. you go scroll up from the slippers the, there's it looks like a lion like the carving oh but in, the other isn't one there also like about a, people washing each other's feet in religion too that's a catholic thing isn't it yeah, that's Catholic. Well, well, yeah, because washing Jesus' feet. Yeah, hmm. there's a lot oh. of biblical references that way. Wow. But... Well, Victoria, okay. you picked a good one. Yeah, there's always can't... a rabbit hole. I, I wonder you know, what's going to happen next. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you like it. I think I, it's it's a painting that we we, we never oh. get tired of looking at, never get tired of talking about. Apparently, because uh, we people. People have been doing this for quite a long time. So six hundred yeah. years and multiple owners, and now it's yep. in a museum, which I think is great. And that leads me to the next thing. 
the museum. How how are things going? I know you're getting a new website, things happening. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully maybe next time you come on, we can do a little bit more on it. But um, it seems that you've been really, really busy. I do. I've been really busy. Yes, I have. Uh, but it's been it, it's really exciting for me to be doing, you know, be a part of it. Um, we've got a great, great board. And tomorrow we are meeting with our our guru in the capital campaign, uh, which where our goal is to raise a million dollars mm -hmm. and to uh, complete this a place to house all the, all the things that people have given us and that, that I've collected and other people have collected um, and want to share with the community. So oh. this is this is a big undertaking. It's, I think it's going to take us about two years to do this. But, wow. if, but you can go online. But in our, our website has some of our collection in it. Uh, it has what our plans are. It has uh, shows you the, the beginnings of our our uh, library that's being cataloged, an art, an art research library, um, shows you some of the glass that, that uh, is going to be at the museum. Anyway, uh, in about two weeks, this website will be online, and um, I will let you know what the website <laughs> yeah. the address is. So yeah, right. I know it, um, it, it may change up, but um, everyone at this point, we have a page on it um, on National Park traveling.com just type in silver city art well a whole bunch will come up with that but um it, it's on there and it's southwest regional museum of art and art center uh, so you can google that too and also go to swrmart.org how about that i'm just doing that a whole different way okay, um, that's, and that's yeah. that's, that's going to change possibly that, that, yeah it is it's definitely going to change yeah okay so, um right now Right now, don't bother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, we'll catch up with you next time on it. And, and yeah. once it's up, so everyone knows where to go and I, I know everything. I need to tell you one more thing. If they yeah. go, if they go to, to the site, you know, because our original, our original desire was to purchase the old Silver City Post Office for the right. museum. And we didn't have enough money to do that initially. Um, and so it's been vacant, but recently it was leased with an option to buy by a a marijuana distributor oh. and um in, oh, silver, in, in silver city right now now keep in mind we've got less than ten thousand population and we, silver city right now we have 12 new marijuana distributorships no way because people wow. Because they're all from Colorado, and Colorado is running out of people who are interested in buying marijuana. And so about that same time, our, our state legislature opened, passed a law that we could, that not just medical marijuana, but recreational marijuana was legal in our state. So all of a sudden, all these people came down, down here to New Mexico. And um, I think that, that I mean, there's 12, 12 of them now, and they're going to shake out. Not, not everybody's going to be successful. And I think within right. a, yeah. a period of time, that's going to be like three or four that will, that will actually you know, be make enough money to make it worth their while. So um, anyway, the, 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 um, the, old, the old Silver City post, post Office location, they, they're leasing that with an option to buy after two years. So they may they may be out of there in two years. They might not. 
So we are keeping our options open as for location. We still be able, be, may be able to, to take advantage of that location, but, but <clears throat> we are not, it is pictured in our earlier advertising. So I don't mm. want to confuse people. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I want people to know that your new website is live. Um, yeah. And everyone, you can go to swrm-art.org. Yeah. Um, it does come on. And from the old website, does point right over to that. So even if you go to swrmart.org, it'll take you that right is, there. It's in is, a work of progress, but you'll get an idea from yeah. even going there now. So yeah. it's cool. It's cool. It looks yeah. good. That's a nice and fresh website. It's very, yeah. it's, it's exciting. Well, it's nice and fresh. Yeah. Wait till you see the new website. If you think oh, that's is... what I'm on, it's there. People can see it. <laughs> no, it's you there. Can... No, you're not. Not yet. You're seeing you're seeing the coming soon website. Yeah, yeah. That's cool yeah. that people can go there and see. Yeah. I think it's exciting. I think all I I just Silver City really deserves to have this. And mm -hmm. um anybody smoking weed in Silver City and enjoying <laughs> those eight dispensaries. I encourage you to go look at the painting we've been talking yeah, about. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I think. But it, but really, Silver City, everyone, is such an amazing destination. It's an art community. Uh, it is, you know, home to uh, the Gila Cliff Dwellings National Monument, also the Gila Wilderness Area. I mean, recreation abounds, uh, good food and good people. So really, uh, everyone, it's definitely a place to look at visiting. And when you talk about all this art, a museum only makes sense uh, for the community itself, but also for Absolutely. visitors. So yeah, it really, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's high time. Victoria yeah. knew all this time. She did. And look <laughs> at her. She's, she's making it happen. And she has people on board helping and, and you got a great team. And I think it's fantastic. So uh, everyone, again, victoriachick.com. That's a website to go to, to keep up with Victoria. You can read her articles on blend radio and tv.com and in various big blend magazines. But Victoria, I hope you have a wonderful next month and we'll chat with you in February and see what other rabbit okay, hole we can go down. Thank you. Got, I'll, 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 have a, I'll have a new a new announcement next month. Oh, okay. we like that. We yeah. always like that. Okay. We might too. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. You never know. You yeah. never know. <laughs> okay. Take care.